Well, hello, everybody. And we're back in studio. Minnesota Safe Air is over till another year. What, 300 and what, 23 days? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, had a great time. I can't thank enough people that stopped out, said, hey, especially since my time changed. You know, I used to be four to six. Now I'm noon to two. I'm your nooner. And, uh, and also, there is drive time on Sundays coming back from the cabin. I am a witness to it by driving here. <laughs> I don't know if you know, I live... Uh, hi, Mike. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. How about you? Good. Um, I live up in Hugo. Okay. So I got to take 35 down to 36, 36 sure. to 280. But anyway, and uh, my goodness gracious, there's hardly anything going north, and there's <laughs> a lot coming south. <laughs> so I guess there's drive time all day Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'm still drive time, being your nooner from noon to two. Exactly. So, yep, there you go. So, uh, beautiful day yesterday. Yes. Beautiful day today. Uh, yesterday was my 20th year of, you know, I've been on the year 20 years. Wow. I mean, on the radio 20 years. Yeah. But yesterday was my 20th year of putting on, it's called an, I call it a 9-11 drive. Okay. And what it is, is that, um, I'm sure you remember, your t- yeah. what were, were you five? <laughs> uh, gosh, it was uh, fifth grade, sixth, oh, okay. something like that. And so, where were you when yes. the towers fell? I was in, uh, ironically enough, a civics class. So uh, oh, literally in the civics class, and we had a student aide come in and say, hey, apparently a plane crash or something. And then we turned on the TV, and we never stopped watching it the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, me too. I was yeah. in the kitchen uh, <clears throat> doing uh, kitchen stuff in the morning. And I remember, you know, I turned on the TV, mm-hmm. and it's like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and I no sooner said, what is this? You know, I went and did something, and I turned back, and I saw the second plane coming sure. in. And so today's a very somber day. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that day, uh, I went down to do night chores. I mean, all day glued to the TV. But that night, I went down to do chores, and I'm coming up. And uh, 20 years ago, we didn't have as many developments out in Hugo, so the stars are pretty prevalent. And I remember looking, stopping, looking up at the sky, and realizing there was nothing flying. Everything had been grounded, mm-hmm. and it, it was like a. a a weird chill feeling like, oh, my God, now what? Yeah. What's going to happen now? And so the thing is, is that the grief that was going on for, you know, just the whole world grief. But uh, it was just so profound. And so the year anniversary of 9-11, myself and uh, Ann and Bruce and uh, Tom and Erica and Jimmy Gregoire, uh, we were sitting around talking about it, and I said, you know what? We can never forget that day mm-hmm. because it's going to be all of a sudden p- kids that weren't born that day. Then, you know, uh, But anyway, so I said, let's, let's grab the four-wheelers. And my, my, I have a 72 Cushman. Okay. Anyway, so let's go around the block. And, of course, a couple beers are involved. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and so we did that. And I said, I said, you know what? We need to make this an annual thing, that we, uh, us neighbors get together, we reconnect, and everything that's red, white, and blue possible. Sure. And it's that's what it was. And so it looks like the 4th of July, <laughs> but it's in rem- remembrance of 9-11. Very cool. And, yeah, we had some newbies this year, so that was kind of cool. I don't advertise it. It's not for, like, come and join. It's not like a big, what it is is just a remembrance. And then to reconnect with the neighbors. And so yep. that's why... Uh, uh, you know, I don't say it's coming and you want to join in or anything mm-hmm. like that. No. So and I think we probably had about 45 people, Very you know, fun. yesterday. And yeah. it was really, it was a really beautiful night. And we do, we go around, it takes a, we go around what we call the big block. It's all, it's all country driving, all dirt roads. And uh, we take, we stop at, it's an old cemetery. It's called Walker Cemetery. And it's like in the middle of a field. It's technically designated as a cemetery. 
uh, stones are in there from 1849. Wow. Most of them are children. Oh. And so anyway, so we stop and see that, put flags down. And then, uh, so it depends on how long we are at Walker Cemetery. It'll take an hour and 10 minutes or so to get back to the house. And then we do a potluck dinner. Okay. And then if the weather's conducive, which it was last night, we built a fire and did hot dogs and had sloppy joes and everybody brings something. And so it was fun. Nice. But today we're going to talk about 9-11 as far as the trivia questions and such like okay. that. And then hopefully you guys got some great questions for me. It's it, uh, you know what? It's been what? Well, three weeks pretty near since I've been here, and so it, it just seems like I was just here. <laughs> but anyway, and oh, can't forget today is the first day, our first game of the Vikings versus the Packers, We're both in purple. Yeah, you know this is just so cool. Is that when my show was four to six? Mm-hmm. Okay, when the Packers and Vikings, the calls were very thin. Sure, <laughs> uh, but there are some people that will call and say, "I'm watching." The game, but I'm listening to you, which Got I thought it. was really cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so now the neat thing is, I get to get home and I get to watch the Love game. It. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. I don't. So go Vikings. Um, apparently, I think it was Twin Cities Live, or was it? Uh, I can't remember which one. They had that dog that picks out what teams Ooh, are going to win, okay. and he picked the Vikings nice. over the Packers. So Good to know. Let's just let's see if the dog is right. <laughs> if it is, we're finding that dog, and he's going to start picking every there game. <laughs> So anyway, so we know whether to get depressed or not. <laughs> so hopefully this is our year. New coaching staff, yes. new uh, just a new everything, and let's see what, what it brings on. Because in preseason, you can't tell because everybody's kind of figuring it out, where they're going to be, Nobody how they're going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, they don't play the good guys because mm-hmm. they don't want to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I shouldn't say that because anybody could be good at any given day. So. so, but anyway, so hopefully you got some questions. And then also what I want you to write down in your calendars, I'm going to be at Peterson's Mill up in North Branch, a beautiful place. Be you Bring your wallet or your charge card. And they, have, they have feed and they have, you know, stuff for dogs, cats, horses, uh, pigs, iguanas, whatever. And their garden center is phenomenal as far as like some of the just stuff you could put in your garden, not plants, but, you know, like um, spitty things, statues, things like that. I can never get out of there <laughs> around 200 bucks, but I love that place. And they're such nice people. But I'm going to be doing the, uh, it's a pet expo on September 24th. It starts at 9 a.m. I believe it goes to 1. Uh, we're going to have hopefully have them on next week to talk about it. And um, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing two seminars. Uh, they're free. All right, uh, two seminars. I'm going to be doing one on pet nutrition, dog and cat, and then I'm going to do one on obedience and a Q and A. As far as you got questions for me uh, about your dog, about your cat, and uh, we can go over the traditional problems and such like that. So, so that's mark your calendar, September 24th, and I'll be up there at 9 a.m. And uh, then also that is kind of like North Branch days. So they're the, the park across from Peterson uh, Feed Mill, or I don't even know what the official word is anymore. But anyway, uh, th- that park has a whole bunch of vendors and food trucks. Okay. And there's a, pers- a person there with a, a I Love Corn Dogs. And they bill themselves as the best corn, uh, the corn dog, their corn dog, corn dog better than state fair. Wow. And so I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll fine. I'll bring yeah. it on, bring it on. <laughs> okay, so because I love corn dogs. Anyway, so I went up there and I got one. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, walk away. Ooh. <laughs> we'll turn around and went back and get another one. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was, it was very, very, I just, yeah. So they, it's not just coming to the pet expo and they got a lot of vendors, uh, things to buy. They got rescues. They got me talking. It's, a, you know, they just got a lot of stuff in there for you to mill around and get informed on and such like that. So mark your calendar, September 24th, Saturday, 9 a.m., I believe to one or two, but uh, we'll, we'll find that out for sure. I went on the website and I couldn't find it, but me who, no, me and the website. Oh, this 
my computer. I, I knew when I clicked on it, that was a big no-no. Okay. And all of a sudden, you are infected. Trojan oh, no. virus number, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. So I call my best girl, one of my best girlfriends and say, um, I have a little problem. <laughs> and so she gave me the number. They're called Nice Guy uh, Technology. And they got their name accordingly. I mean, super neat people. And okay. boy, he got, got me all fixed up. They're in Apple Valley. And I was worried I'd have to drive my computer in to Apple Valley. He said, no, just sit back. You got dizzy watching his the his him run my computer. Sure. I'm just like, how can you work that fast? Are you sure you're not deleting <laughs> something I need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, nice guys. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, we're going to run to break, and then we're going to come back, and we are going to... Um, Let's see. Okay. Uh, Omar. No. Da, 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 da. Wait a minute here. I don't know which question. Oh, here we are. Okay. No. Okay. Here. Where am I? Two. Okay. Where did the dogs come from who worked at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon? Okay. Did, did they come from disaster management, police agencies, private searches and rescue groups, or all of the above? We'll right. be back. Hey, thank you for listening to the Katie K9 show. I greatly appreciate it. And with canvasback.com, if you uh, when you order anything from canvasback.com, if you in the comment box put Katie K9, you get a free gift. I always forget to tell you that. Free stuff is always good and their products are superb. All right, okay, here we are. Where did the dogs come from who worked at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon? Pentagon, sorry about that. Disaster management, police agencies, private search and rescue groups, or all of these? I got to say all of the above. Ding, 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 ding. 250 to 350 dogs were worked at both locations. Teams came from all over the United States and Canada. Isn't that something? Now, yeah. with 9-11 also, uh, the, uh, those who perished in the initial attack and the subsequent classes, uh, collapses of the towers, 343 were New York City firefighters, 23 were New York City police officers, and 37 were officers at the Port Authority. So, you know, it's just every time I, you know, it's been 20 years, but my heart just gets just as sad Mm -hmm. when you go. And then what's so unreal, you know how like, okay, let's say you got an appointment and you're late because either traffic stinks or you just are late because a phone call or whatever type thing. I'm a big believer you're late for a reason. There's a, you weren't supposed to be, if you were left at the time that something could have happened to you. Um, And uh, so that's why after 9-11, I quit, you know, if I was late. I'm like, deal with it. <laughs> if I'm early, deal with it. it, it I mean, I didn't get so rattled, like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss this. I've got to hurry up. I just figured, you know, it is what it is. And hopefully more people are, oh, I just noticed that you got a Viking shirt, too. I do, yes. Yay. <laughs> so I got mine, too. But anyway, and so, uh, but yeah, because, like I said, uh, a guy that was supposed to bring donuts, uh, forgot and wow. just remembered it, and so they had to turn around and go back. One guy um, had uh, some uh, new shoes, and as he was wa- he decided, you know what, the, the stink, I'm going back and get my good ones. Uh, a, a, a child threw up in the car, so they had to turn around, get cleaned up. People that would have been in that building at the sure. time that were not. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, folks, when, if you're in a hurry and you're running late or something's coming up or you're stuck in traffic, just calm down. There's a reason. God's keeping you safe from something. It's not your time to be. Everybody's where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be. You know, I'm a big believer in that. So anyway, say, oh, we've got open lines. Give a holler. We do. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. As of July 19th, 
or July 2019, 1,644, 1, 60% of the 2,753 World Trade Center victims' remains have been positively identified, according to the medical exam. How do you die when you are in such... I don't know how you can make sense of yeah. that, that mangled mess. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, well, yeah, it really is. And the timeline, you know, everybody's doing the, you know, the, the, the thing on TV now, you know, today, uh, about nine 11. And so anyway, uh, but there's just, yeah, I, I, where were you, you know, just like, oh, you weren't even alive when, uh, John F. Kennedy he got shot. Sure. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I remember distinctly where I was. I was in, uh, Miss Lindell's third grade class and then they brought in a TV. So it was, yeah, it was just crazy. So anyway, okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, right now, the dogs are getting, and the cats, are getting ready for winter. And what that means is that most dogs shed three times or two times a year. Uh, huskies and, and uh, uh, shepherds shed sometimes three times a year. But there's a big shedding in the in the spring. They're shedding to get rid of their winter coats, which is a denser coat, and have their beauty coats, you know, ready for the summer. And now they're shedding and, and bulking up their coat to get ready for the winter. Even if they're an indoor dog, they still get somewhat uh, of a density to a coat. It changes. So now if your dog or cat are shedding quite a bit now, uh, first of all, get them on fish oil. Okay, a good fish oil. Remember how you can tell what good fish oil is? Uh, You put some in a, a styrofoam cup and then go to bed and then wake up. And if there's a hole in the styrofoam cup, you have rancid fish oil. Throw it away, get a better one. Uh, the best one out there is Nordic Naturals, uh, but uh, they're very expensive, but that's the best. So, uh, you know, there's a reason why you can get, you know, like uh, 160 for uh, uh, 9.99, but wait, you get a, an additional one, you know, like at the big box stores. And if you go to a health food store, it's like 30 bucks for a bottle. There's a reason. There's good and there's bad low-grade fish oil. Usually the lower the cost of the fish oil, usually what it means is they're getting the bottom of the barrel of the fish oil where it's soon to go rans- rancid. So anyway, so that's why what you got to do is check out, do the do the test. So anyway, so with the shedding, then what you want to do is you start bumping up the omega threes and sixes, both cats and dogs, and then wait till your dog coat is really starting to loosen up and then take them to a professional groomer if you can get in or a self-wash there's i think uh pet evolution has self-wash and so let the mess be with them instead of with you or you get out like a, a slicker brush it looks like a bed of nails and and comb them out but the more you can comb out the better don't give them tons and tons of baths because that dries out the hairs and it takes about 10 days when you give a dog a bath for the oils to come back through the hairs so that so they're going to start shedding the dogs and the cats so what you want to do with the cats, what really works good if you don't have a long-haired cat, I'm sure you've seen these on TV, but you can buy them. It's a mitt. It's like a rubber mitt with little knobbers on it, and you can pet the cat, and you're, you're at the same time, you're grooming it. We're getting that, we're getting rid of that old hair. So that's, uh, but shedding is going to become big, and that's why you want cabbage back, because that will keep your, they clean off really good. Remember, they have door covers, cargo covers, they have seat covers, and the whole thing is, is that when you have those, it stays on that and not your, uh, your furniture, your, your, because see now I like cloth seats. I don't like leather seats. The only leather I want is under my butt is my saddle on a horse. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so that's the, the labs, those little coats, the, 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 you know, the sticks in things, you know, where when you get the huskies and the shepherds and stuff that, they're like powders, like, you know, uh, dust bunnies, okay. you know, that roll all over the place. And phew. But so if you got a good cover, a.k.a. canvas back, you can take care of that. Okay, we got calls? Yes, we do. We're going to first go to Mary, who's got a question about her 11-week-old dachshund. Oh, 11-week-old dachshund. Hi, how you doing? 
Hi, Mary. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, so we um, just got an 11-week-old dachshund. Congratulations. Very adorable. Do we have a standard um, or a mini? He's a mini. Oh, okay. So he's about three pounds now. Yep. And he is um, waking up every morning around 3.30 to go outside. Mm-hmm. Immediately goes one in number one and number two. Okay. I know that that's typical for puppies. Yep. But he is not going back to bed after that. Um, for He's crying for hours. Okay. So I'm but, wondering if you have any tips on that. You bet. Okay. Now, where is the dog at night? He is in our living room in a enclosure with a crate. Okay. No. Nope. of the enclosure. We want to put the dog in the crate next to your bed until he's about okay. four, four and a half months. It's part of the bonding process. you got to look at things from his point of view. First of all, he was weaned from mom, so no more milk from mom. Okay, then all of a sudden he loses his mom and his litter mates. Who are you? Where am I? It's very lonely, and it's, it's something to cry about. And so you want to put the kennel next to your bed, and then if uh, now if he goes to bed 9, 10, he's going to wake up 1, 2, 5, 6. That's a given up till they're about four, four and a half months, okay? And okay. so uh, then what you're going to do, let's say, you, now when you take away let's say he wakes up at the two o'clock or three okay what you do is you don't say a word you don't pet him you don't hug him you don't kiss him you don't do anything you pick him up you shuffle to take him out to go potty tell him the word go potty or get busy when he goes Mm -hmm. you gently pick him up don't hug him don't kiss him don't pet him don't do anything you shuffle back and then you put him back into the kennel and then now if he starts to whine just tap the kennel and just say "Uh ah quiet Whatever your quiet is going to be. Don't say no. No what? You want to teach them words and what they mean. So it's going to be, ah, uh-uh, ah, quiet, and then tap, you know, tap the kennel. Ah, uh-uh, ah, uh-uh, ah, uh-uh, ah, ah, quiet, tap. Okay, he's going to settle back down, and then now 10 to 1, he'll get up, you know, 5, 6, okay, or if you're lucky, 6, 7, because he got up at 3. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but that, but so that's much. norm, because the whole thing is you want him to get to used, used to being in the kennel. Don't give him a pan and a kennel, because you want him to keep his kennel clean, and uh, if you give him the pan and the kennel, he'll probably pee outside of the kennel. Are you using pee kennels or pee pads? Only inside the kennel, because I had heard that that kind of gets them in the habit of thinking that they can go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, because if you use pee pads, what happens is you're potty training your dog twice. Once you hit the pee pad, another time to hit it outside. So you're Mm. better off without the pee pads. Never put the pee pads in the kennel. It teaches them to go potty in his kennel. And if you put him in, 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 in like his pen, uh, then that teaches him that he can go potty in your house as long as he hits the pee pad, which after a while they get lazy and the pee pad is optional. The rugs are better. <laughs> so you want to get him, because my little Ethel, she was 3.2 pounds, and she, I, everybody said, why don't you get her a litter box? Why don't you use pee pads? Because potty goes outside. <laughs> and when um, it was like 20 below, she'd fly down the front steps, pee, poop, and, and she couldn't come back up. The steps were a little bit too big for her, so I had to pick her up and bring her back up. But the thing is, is that she got it done, and the, the fastest she was one morning was 26 seconds. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Oh, wow. I know. Why don't you hold on, and if you got a couple more questions, so hold on. we got to run to break, okay? Okay. There we go. Okay. The first dog on the scene of the World Trade Center disaster was named Bear. Still active at 12 years old. Okay, was he a lab, a Belgian Malinois, a German Shepherd, or a Golden Retriever? Dog diggity. All right. Thank you very much.
All right, here we are. Da, 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 da. Where am I at here? Okay. The first dog on the scene of the World War World Trade Center disaster was named Bear. Still active at 12 years old, but actually Bear died a couple years ago. Bear uh, brought uh, needed smiles to the faces of rescue workers as he carried his handler's helmet in his mouth. Although he found no survivors, Bear, Bear located many bodies, including that of the NYFPD, NYFD chief Peter Gancy, which breed was Bear? Was he a lab, a, Bel- a Belgian Malinois, a German Shepherd, or a Golden Retriever? Considering the uh, different agencies you talked about before, I'll guess a German Shepherd. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it was a Golden oh, Retriever. Okay. I remember that uh, th- that because he got a lot of shots. Got it, okay. <laughs> but anyway, but that was... Now, uh, dogs of many breeds, including all of those above, plus Border Collies, Bloodhounds, and many more, worked at the Ground Zero. Bear, Bear has his own page at bear.landofpuregold.com. Uh, all right. So, but he, like I said, he did. Now, another thing, too, is it was one t- $123 billion estimated economic loss during the t- first two to four weeks after the World War Trade Center uh, collapsed at New York City, as well as decline in airline travel all over the world the next eight, couple of years. $60 billion estimated cost of the World Trade Center site damage, including damage to surrounding buildings, and then um, $9.3 billion insurance claim arising from the 9-11 attacks. Wow. Is the cleanup? Oh, we'll clean up another time. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to Mary. All hey, right. Mary, how you doing? Good. Good. Okay, so now a 10-week-old. Now, the big thing is is that try not to know your dog to death. No, 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 no. You're going to become a ah-er, a a-er, or a both-er. Okay? Ah, 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 ah. Be nice. Hey, no bite. All right? Got it. So teach the words and what you mean. Now, have you had a doxy before? Yes. Oh, good. So you're, okay, then you're familiar with the there's real time and hound dog time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but the, but uh, but having them in the kennel, you know, next to your bed will make everything all right. Okay, and just remember oh, yeah. to shuffle out, shuffle in, teach them what potty is called and where it goes. Maximum time outside for potty is two minutes. Don't mm-hmm. let them be a putzer. Don't let them, and don't walk around. Put them on a 15 foot line. Stand still. Tell them what you want. Go potty. And there's a different sniff to what came through the night or where am I going to put it, okay? And so yes. if it sounds like he's drifting, just give him a little tap-tap with the leash. Ah, 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 come on, let's go potty. Ah, 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 go potty. Keep him on task. But the maximum time is two minutes because otherwise what you teach. What about distractions like leaves and... Yep, just um, a little tap-tap, not a correction. Just, you know, like just a tap-tap on his collar, you know what I mean, to, to, to get yeah. his attention back, okay? And he'll get better. You know, his, right now he's got the attention span of a gnat, all right? So he'll get better. But just remember, when your two minutes is up, then it's up. You come back in, wait a minute or two, and if you want to try it again because he didn't give you anything, then try it again. All right. But don't let them just wander and become a putzer because then when it's 20 below, then you're going to be going, will you hurry up? But you taught him to be a putzer. It's just like people that allow people to go into the bathroom with a war and peace novel. You're teaching that person to hang out in the bathroom longer than needed. And so that's why what you want to do is you want him to learn to get get her done and get her in. What is, what's it called and where to put it? All right. Great. Thank okay, do you, you have, so much. Yeah. You any other questions since you got me? Um, well, just the, um, he seems very obsessed with leaves, eating branches, mm-hmm. um, dirt. Um, oh. And I'm wondering, is that harming him? At oh, yeah. Point? Okay. So um, first, first thing, what food are you feeding? Um, the froms. Okay. Uh, froms. 
Okay. Um, I would try the Nutrisource, but you can rotate into that. But what he needs, though, is that when a dog is eating dirt, especially, and leaves, and he's eating the sticks, not just playing with them, that tells you that his gut is sideways, okay? He's looking mm-hmm. for something that's missing in his gut. So I would, uh, you know, Nutrisource has this new kombu- kombucha, and that has some probiotics and prebiotics in it. That would be a good thing to pour over his food, okay? And then also by getting some pre- probiotics, some digestive enzymes will really help Help his gut get better because with his gut, okay, he's no longer on milk and then he's on, you know, processed food. And then like between uh, being dewormed and vaccinations, a lot of that causes the enzymes to depreciate. And then some dogs can redo it. You know, we I mean, can um, get more going quicker and some can't and need help, a.k.a. you need to give them some. Okay, and so that's what I would do. You could try the kombucha, which is pretty good, and then rehydrate his food. Don't have him eat the uh, the dry food. Okay, put uh, whatever you feed in the bowl. uh, Put hot tap water until it floats nicely. Put it aside. At about a half hour, you come back. The water should be gone. Okay, and feel your food. It should be pretty soft to the center, and then put put in your probiotic digestive enzyme. Mix it up, and now feed it to the dog. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Good luck. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Next. Yes. Next, we have Jeannie. She's got a question about uh, increased aggression in a a five year old German Shepherd. Oh, okay. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. Jeannie. Okay. Jim. Okay. So you got a female German Shepherd? Yeah. Okay. And she's five. And how long have you had her? We've had her since she was, I don't know, eight. Eight or twelve weeks okay. old. Okay. So what's going on? What do, What do you consider increased aggression? Increased aggression. Um, she likes to ride in the truck, but if anyone would put her arm in the truck other than us, she would probably chew it off. Does it well? It should be. That's the way it is. You got a guard dog. Is, is invading the territory? They have no idea what it's. You know who that person's sticking their hand in there. So that's the thing, whether, it, whether it's a Chihuahua or a German Shepherd, most people will get bit if you reach in a car and the dog does not know you. Well, still, even if they do know you, if they haven't t- had a chance to get to know, okay? So then okay. What, else, what else you got? Um, well, even with grooming, I've brought her to the groomer like six different times, about twice a year. Okay. And the groomer can't do her nails anymore and only gets like half the grooming done. Oh, really? We have tried Trazodone with, through the vet and... Even that, it's like, don't touch me. Okay. Um, okay, everyday life. Now, when you go for a walk, where does she walk? Next to you on a loose lead or scan in front of you? Uh, next to, uh, on a loose lead. Okay, she does walk next to you. No, she kind of runs back and forth in front of me. Yep. Guess who's, guess who's leading that pack? Yeah. Okay. See, what's happening here is because it's getting worse is because she doesn't have any respect for you. You don't have any rules. You don't ask her much. Okay. A, a, a good leader is worth following is that you won't have problems like this. Some personality of dogs make you work to be a good leader. Okay. Some personality of dogs, you can be willy-nilly and wishy-washy, and the dog is a wishy-washy, you know, is kind of like whatever. They have no ex- expiration, not expiration. They don't want to be a leader. It's like you run your pack the way I'll just follow you. <laughs> I don't care. 
kind of just a happy, happy dog, you know, class clown. But see, with shepherds, shepherds, remember, they were originally a herding dog. They, you know, they guarded the shepherds. And then they made them more wary of human, you know, for as guard dogs in the human world, okay? And so, but the shepherds are so smart. They are, they get very bored if you're very, if you do the same thing over and over and over again. The more, this dog should learn something new every week. You've got to work on your leadership. Whereas when you go for a walk, she walks with you politely, her shoulder by your left leg. Okay. And the leash is totally slacked. You stop. She sits. Uh, when you go to go outside or inside, you tell her, wait, you go through the door, you count to two in your head, and then you count, you step away and call me, say, let's go. Not come, but let's go. She's got to look to you like, may I follow you? Come back from your walk. Same thing. You go to the car, you make her sit, wait, you open the car door. She cannot go in until you give her the car, hop in, whatever the word's going to be. You've got to get her looking to you for direction so that she sees a hierarchy. She's taken over leadership now, and so she's being pushy on certain things. You know, she's she's becoming more uh, aggressive, but it's more pushy is because she just thinks she's cool and you're not because you are not giving being a good leader. And a good leader does not mean me, master, you dog. A good leader has rules and there's consequences, you know, a.k.a. a training collar or verbal or whatever type thing, okay? And so then she starts looking, and female shepherds especially. Now, my choice is male shepherds. Female shepherds have a tendency to really get family orientated the older they get if there's not good leadership aka people that they know come over and there's a you know what i mean <laughs> you know yeah. so before they yeah so so the thing is is that you should be able to give a call uh 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 that's just to settle or uh 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 be nice and she just backs down and goes okay ma you got it no problem i don't have to worry okay, about so it but when I she, work on that her walking beside me mm-hmm. um that will be a, a, a total disaster once we come upon another dog. Cause no, then but, she goes nuts. Right, because you haven't given her any rules or consequences. So that's what happens. All right? So the so thing I, is... I do the pokey collar and I pull on her. Okay, no, you can't pull. It's got pop, a snap, a jerk. And if okay, you have, yeah, yeah. And if you have the pinch collar, okay, the pokey collar, whatever you want to call it, that should slide over the head and slide off. Too many. Uh-huh. If you look on YouTube or any place else, and most trainers they t- fit them snugging up behind the back of the ears, and I don't believe in that. There's constant pressure, and so what it causes much frustration in more dogs because they're trying to figure out how to get rid of that pressure, and so that's yeah. why part of having loose collar is a uh, part of the reward. So then there's no collar pressure. Now, he, if he doesn't listen, then all of a sudden there's a pop. Okay. 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 So go ahead. Uh, but, uh, so the whole thing is, is that you got to get yourself organized. got to get the dog organized. I would suggest you could either take one of my classes or a private lesson to get you organized. And then your goal is to, I'll show, to show you, okay, what you, when she acts like this, this is what we do. All right. And so you, like I said, maybe a private is a good way to start out. And so that I can get you organized and dog organized. And then you go for walks, but you don't put yourself out into like uh, going around Lake Calhoun where there's gazillion people and dogs, you start baby stepping it, okay? And so okay. when the dog feels that you have your poop in a group, that you are you're calm and steady, she's not going to uh-huh. be react like that. Also, too, by her scanning in front of you, she feels that, well, you're a peon, she's the leader, and she has to protect you because you're back. So, you, she, you know, you're the peon. You have no statute in her head. 
Okay. No. And so that's no. why that you, she's becoming very reactive. And then you start re, then you start pulling in on the leash and holding her tight to try to keep control. And that sends to the leash that you still have no. You're worried about the situation too, and she's got to help you out. All right. And How so, do you feel about muzzles? Uh, muzzles are fine. Cloth, the cloth one that mm-hmm. they can drink and all that. You yeah, know? but why am putting a muzzle on her? You know, she needs training. She doesn't need stuff to keep her from doing something. And she needs you to step up to the plate and start teaching her stuff. And so it's something as simple as manners, tricks, nose work, you know, but if it makes you feel more comfortable because she's got a muzzle. But one thing you got to remember, if she gets away from you and goes to another dog, she's defenseless. She can't defend herself. Okay. So the thing is, is that you got to work on your relationship and you have to remember that shepherds are very smart and need a job and they get very bored if you do the same thing over and over and over again. Each week, this dog should be learning something new, whether it's a trick, a brain teaser, you know, and every day you're shaping for manners. She's waiting at the door. She sits when you're going to feed her, you make her sit, wait. She can't eat until you say chow's up. When you go for a walk, she's walking with you. Okay. At any time during the walk, you can stop, you know, and say sniffies and now she can sniff and pee or whatever. And then once she's done, you call her in here and then heal or walk. And now you're walking as a team. You're walking together and she's walking politely. Okay. Okay. Because that will take care of this. She'll she'll get worse because she doesn't feel like there's no authority and she's got to take it over. She's got to do it for you. Okay. Okay? We might contact you, Katie. Okay. You You betcha, kiddo. Take care. Bye bye. But that's why, you know, just like people, are dogs with separation anxiety, um, a lot of dogs, all it is is that they're bored out of their gourd, and so they manifest different things. And so that's why it's really, really important. Oh, sorry, we got to go to break, right? <laughs> sorry, okay, let, hold on to that thought. We'll talk about that later. Oh, there we go. All righty then. Okay, only one working dog was killed by uh, the attack on the World Trade Center, a yellow Labrador named uh, Cirrus. What job did he serve at WTC? Uh, Barm detective dog, guard dog, drug search, or arson detection? We'll be back. Hello, this is the Katie Canine Show on MyTalk1071.com. If you're driving and you want to rehab, uh, listen to anything that we're saying on the show, go to MyTalk1071.com, go to the Katie Canine Show page, and all my past shows are there. You can learn a lot, and then uh, we can go from there. Okay, let's see where are we at here. Only one working dog was killed by the attack on the World Trade Center, a yellow lab named Cirrus. What job did he serve there? Bomb detecting dog, guard dog, drug search dog, or arson detection? I'll say a guard dog. Nope, it was bomb detection. Okay. And this is what happened. Cirrus searched incoming vehicles for explosive. When the planes hit, he was in a cage in the basement of the North Tower. His partner, Officer David Lynn... Uh, helped rescue people from the, the trade set from the towers and escaped unharmed. Cirrus was honored at a memorial service by the Port Authority. Over 300 people attended the ceremony. So there you go. Wow. Okay, cleanup. Okay, uh, at Ground Zero, May 30th, 2002, cleanup at Ground Zero officially ends. It took 3.1 million hours of labor to clean. Unbelievable. Uh, it took up to 1.8 million tons of debris. The total cost of cleanup was $750 million. Incredible. <sighs> there we go. Okay, who's up? We've got uh, Judy, who's got a question about a five-year-old eating grass. Eating grass. Five-year-old. Is that two-legged or four-legged? <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you there? Hello. <laughs> she didn't like Judy, are you comment. still with us? Yes, I am. Oh. Hello. Okay, hello. You didn't make hello. Did, did you hear my comment? Is it two legged or four legged eating grass? <laughs> four. <laughs> all right, all right. Just want to make sure. Okay. What kind of dog do you have? Um he's a rescue. Katie, I talked to you about him a few weeks ago about um shedding. Okay. And he's got coloring like a Rottweiler, but there's no Rottweiler in his mouth. He's about sixty pounds. Okay. And um, about a couple of weeks ago, again, he had started eating grass. Okay. And then he got sick, threw up, and then he quit. Now, yesterday, my husband walks him every day, you know, two and a half miles or so. Okay. And um, yesterday, he threw up three times on the walk. Oh, my. And then I came home. I'd been gone for the day, and I came home. And there was this huge bunch of yep, vomit, and uh, in there were actual leaf leaves on a branch. I mean, they're really small. <sighs> yeah. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I have a garden of ferns, and he likes to eat those. Uh-huh. And this has never happened before. Okay. Okay. And this morning he threw up again. Yeah. What was in when he threw up this morning? What was in the vomit? Really nothing because okay. I, we hadn't we'd given him a little bit of um, new chicken broth. Okay. And um, last night, you know, nine o'clock or something, but okay. that was it. What's his doodos like? Well, they've been real slimy. Okay. But yesterday they were better. Oh, that's good. That's good. I guess right. Okay. Cool. They're still pretty loose. Okay. Um, I also started him on that Omega stuff that you said. Uh, okay. Three, what, six, six, six. Okay. And um, so I'm. he's getting that. And, um, and he's eating grass. Okay, when he eats the grass, does he eat it slowly, like, you know, he's grazing on a salad? Or he is he just ravenous about it? You see, he just eats it slowly. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, I would say slowly. Okay. He kind of, you know, he he knows we don't want him to do that, I think, because he'll look at us. Yeah. And then turn around and quick grab some grass. Right. And- See, so when a dog you know. eats grass, yeah, no, you shouldn't scold a good dog for eating grass, okay? And the reason is because they need it. There's a reason, all right? He needs it. Now, if they eat it kind of like they're eating a dinner salad, it's because he's low on greens. He needs something more in his diet, okay? If he's even eating it ravishly, you know, hard, like, num, 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 and then when they eat it slow, they usually don't, they don't throw up. But if they eat it ravenously... Then what happens is that there's, their digestive system is in the toilet, and they they feel queasy, queasy, and they want to throw up. All right, better turn down your radio. So anyway, because I'm hearing myself, <laughs> I sound like that. But anyway, so that's what it is. So now, what food? I can't remember our conversation. Can you? What food? They feel queasy, and they want to throw up. Hello. Right? Better turn down your radio. So anyway. Because I'm hearing myself. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I sound like that. 
My uh, phone sounds real quiet for some reason. Well, it's because you know nobody's talking. <laughs> okay. Okay, got to stay with me here. We got other people on the line. Okay. What food okay. are you say? What food are you uh, uh, feeding? We give them um, your food, nourish. What is it? Nutrisource. Nutrisource. Okay. Yeah. Do you give them any raw high chews? I give them a quarter of a cup of. Boiled hamburger or okay. boiled chicken. Okay. I don't do both at the same time. Okay. And give them a quarter cup of vegetables. Veg- frozen vegetables. Okay. Are they frozen at the time you give it to them? 